This is Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting Magazine, the most listened to podcast for parents by parents. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting Magazine. You can help us to level up by supporting this podcast. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm and search for Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting and then hit the button that actually says support this podcast. I want you to go there now. Go, 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 go. And thank you ahead of time. Hey there, everyone, and thank you for listening to Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting Magazine, the podcast talk show for parents. I'm Janice Robinson Celeste, your host and publisher of Successful Black Parenting Magazine. I want you to tell all of your friends and followers about the show. So go to our Facebook page for Successful Black Parenting and share the link with our followers right now and let people know that you're joining us. And even better, if you can click the options and start a watch party in addition to just watching it yourself, we just love that. We really do. Um, You can comment on Facebook. I'll post the best comments live on air and know that it can take a while for your questions to populate in the backstage area. So ask questions early. Don't wait. Our hashtag for the show is hashtag backtalk. So please do that and we'll find your comments later and actually post them on our social media. Now, today's special guest is children's author G.A. Seeley. He is also an educator and also known as Andre, as you can see his name, but we're going to call him by his author name, which is G.A. Seeley. He's here to talk to us today about making STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math fun for young children. And actually his title is Making It Lit. So let's see. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. How are you doing? My name is G.A. Seeley. That's my author name. But as Celeste mentioned, I um, people call me Andre. I'm a science educator. I've worked in New York and Georgia. I taught high school science. And I found that many Black children, when they came to my class, came with negative impressions of science when I asked them if they like science, they would say, I don't like science because it's too hard or it's boring. So then my rebuttal would be, do you like Instagram? Do you like Facebook? Do you like Snapchat? Do you like having a cell phone? Do you like light bulbs and having electricity? All those are science-based. So without science, the world wouldn't function. And then after you know, exposing them to some fun interactive activities, then I would win the students over in regards to liking science, but it would take a a large amount of effort to overcome those negative perceptions of science. So I said, there has to be a way to get our children to like science from young so that by the time they get to high school, they're thinking about possible STEM careers that they can pursue. And that's what led me to um, start my children's book series, which is called the Young Scientist Series, which teaches young minds through science and rhymes, because studies show that the formative years of academic um, development and future success is in the early years, between three to eight. So my target group for my work is that age range, because if we can captivate and get kids interested in science and STEM from young, then they may want to pursue those careers in the future. And what is your book about? Oh, oh yes. So this this book is called How Do Plants Grow? And I'm honored that Successful Black Parenting Magazine um, approved this book as one of their Successful Black Parenting approved books. And it's a book Mm -hmm 
featuring a black father and son walking through a park talking about photosynthesis, which is the process by which plants make food for all of us. So this right. story teaches kids about why we need plants and the story rhymes. So the kids are engaged because it has a rhythmic theme. And additionally, at, at the back of the story, there's also a little experiment because the best way to teach science is through hands-on activities. So we also include a little experiment at the back of the book so that parents can um, go over the concepts that were taught in the book. I think it's interesting. Hold the book up again. Hold it up. Sorry, no problem. <laughs> I think it's interesting that the father looks just like you. Yes, yeah, basically, my likeness. It's based on my likeness, and this is uh, I'm based on my nephew, my nephews. So it's based on my nephew and myself. Well, I think that's fantastic. I love that. I love it. So, but why are STEM careers so important for Black children? Why are you such an advocate for that? Well, STEM careers are the fastest growing careers in the country. Actually, STEM careers are in demand twice as much as non-STEM careers. Also, STEM careers are very lucrative. STEM careers pay twice as much as non-STEM careers. And according to the Department of Labor, in order to fulfill the need for STEM workers, the United States needs to produce an increase of 34% annually in terms of STEM graduates to fulfill current needs. And that's expected to grow. Yet Blacks or African-Americans make up only 9% of all STEM professionals. So we're grossly underrepresented in STEM fields. And all the newest billionaires, the people who are the movers and shakers in our society, if you think of Mark Zuckerberg, um, Elon Musk, they all have a STEM background. So it's important for our kids to pursue these careers because the future avenues of wealth and entrepreneurship lie in STEM careers Absolutely. or STEM fields. No, I, 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 I agree. And you have uh, kids talking about and learning about coding because it's going to be such an important thing. Our whole um, lifestyle will be all AI soon. We're going to be losing jobs to AI. So all right. of these jobs that we have now that you see that you think are secure are not going to be here. And everything you do is going to be managed by a computer. So the people that will be working in the future will be those children that know STEM and especially coding is one of the important parts of STEM. So if you don't know how to code or you don't know what that is, you need to um, just kind of research a little bit. There are simple uh, coding toys that you can buy for young children to teach them um, a young age how to make a car go, for instance. So um, you need to really just like pay attention here for a little bit because I know some people get intimidated when you start talking about math and science. So, but this is, we're talking about for very, very young children. I mean, like preschool, they can learn about STEM. So how can parents not push their biases of not liking math or science uh, on their kids? Because I know I'm one of those people that math, I, I, I you know, people hurt me say this for, I come a deer in headlights, but I love science. I don't like science when it involves math. <laughs> I love science, like biology. When it gets to chemical equations, I'm like, woo, somebody. Uh, but yeah, so how can we not push our biases on our children? Well, that's an excellent question in regards to pushing your biases on your on your children. Yes. I think in regards to STEM, you just have to be open-minded. And it starts off with just getting familiar with what STEM entails. Like there's all levels of STEM. So you may be intimidated by math, but when you're teaching a three to five-year-old math concepts, it deals with basic addition, subtraction, which you know, most people are proficient in. So I think you just start off with the basics. And there's a lot of activities out there that 
are already on the internet that you can access that allows you to do activities with your children without having to do anything extensive in terms of research or preparation. There's a lot of simple activities that you can do. So I think by starting off with simple activities that don't intimidate you, then you'll get more comfortable dealing with math and other STEM concepts. And then gradually, as your child gets older, you can advance the levels of activities that they engage in. And how can we make it fun for them? Like, give me an idea. Do you have something for us maybe today to show us? Yeah. So, for example, you can do marshmallow construction. This teaches kids spatial awesome. spatial relation and also mm. gives them something to eat after. So, basically, you just need marshmallows and toothpicks. And you can create different structures. And it shows kids how things are constructed, which is part of STEM that deals with engineering concepts. And... It'll, you could allow them to create different designs and use their imaginations. And it's not very costly. Marshmallows cost a dollar, toothpicks another dollar. So it's a cost-effective way to engage in an activity with your child. And also it's fun because after they construct whatever structure they make, then they can eat it. So it's a two-folded um, activity. We have to get some sugarless marshmallows for mine because uh, my granddaughter will... Uh... She'll sit there and she'll be jumping off the walls after that. But I love that idea because that's something even a two-year-old can do. Exactly. Another activity you could do, and it only requires a cup, you can fill two cups with soil. You can get that at Lowe's, Home Depot, Walmart, any location. Then you can get some seeds. Okay, you can use marigolds, any type of seeds. Seeds are relatively inexpensive also. And then what you can do after you get the soil and you get some seeds... You can take the cup, place one near the sunlight and one underneath your sink or in an area that's dark and water them each day and then see what happens to the plants in each cup. That teaches kids what plants require in order to be able to grow. So that's another little simple activity that you can do for your kids that's not very cost effective. And it also teaches kids what plants need in order to grow and develop to provide food for all of us. Well, let me let me just stop you right there because I love gardening and, you know, I'm a city kid. So when I became an adult and I had some land, I guess, in my backyard, I made a garden and exactly. I was so surprised to see how food actually grows. I had no idea because, you know, as a kid, you only get it in the grocery store. And so exactly. I, it was until I was an adult and I was like, oh, that's how a cucumber grows. I didn't, I didn't know. You know, I had no idea. I didn't know. One day I just happened to look and I had strawberries, you know. I was like, oh, they're under there. Oh, my gosh. And it was a exactly. eye-opening experience for me. And I know it sounds like, duh, but you know, when you're in the city, you don't see those kind of things. So I think that it's it's fantastic and fascinating for kids to see how food grows. So if you haven't done that with your child yet, just start in a cup, like he just said, and, and, and uh, grow it. That's how I started in cups. And then I transplanted it to my yard in the back. Or, and then when I didn't have a yard and I had just a uh, rental space, I use these big pots, self-watering pots to do it because I, I will forget to water it otherwise. But anyway, yes, go ahead. I love these. This is, this is great. Yes, and I have one more, another activity <laughs> okay. that you can do for your children. So this activity involves math. So basically, you take a sheet of paper and mm -hmm. you arrange dots according to whatever number you want. You want. So for example, you have a, a five, oh, sorry. You got three here, mm -hmm. and you just do one through ten, and then you get some post-it notes, and you can place them around your floor and have the kids, have your kids run, get a post-it, and match it to the corresponding 
number. So that's Hopefully a simple way. Them really fast. Okay. Exactly. So there's a way to involve kinesthetic learning, which means learning by moving. So you have your kids run and get the different post-it notes, and then they have to match the correct number with the dot pattern. So it also teaches them how to recognize patterns, kinesthetic learning, and incorporates multiple intelligences, which are required for children to be proficient and do well in school. I think that's fan- that's awesome. Fantastic. I love all these ideas. So what about for older children like teens? I know they have everything from modeling kits and things like that. What do you recommend for um, parents for older their older children that are like in maybe high school, middle school? Okay, well, actually, I'm, I'm part, partnered with an organization called the Brown Toy Box, which is also trying to promote STEM for Black children. And they actually have a subscription service where you can Ooh. order STEM kits according to your child's level, and it has appropriate activities for different age groups. Also, there's a number of websites. There's one called Science Buddies that you can go to, sciencebuddies.org. And they have a list of various activities that you could do with um, older children. For example, they have rocket kits you can make where kids actually propel a rocket into the sky. Um, You can do do various experiments. For example, there's a good experiment you could do where you take a penny and you expose it to different chemicals to see which chemical cleans it the best. So you can use, for example, vinegar, Coca-Cola, and water. And you'll be surprised that Coca-Cola is actually quite efficient at cleaning pennies. And the, I guess the alarming thing about that is that we're putting that in our bodies, but it's actually able to take off all the dirt and grime off a penny. So it kind of oh. shows kids how different chemicals react with metals to clean or and different things like that. So this is a number of different activities you can do with um, older kids. Also, most... Um, stores sell little like chemistry kits. Like this is a oh, yeah. basic a basic chemistry kit where you can do simple reactions. For example, if you combine um, vinegar with baking soda, it causes a bubbling. And it, actually, you can make a volcano like that. You can use like paper mache or play doh, and then put baking soda and vinegar. And then when it mixes, it bubbles over, so it looks like a volcanic eruption. And it shows kids how acids and bases interact to cause a reaction. So there's a number of different activities that you could do with um, older children and they're easily accessible online. I remember having my chemistry set as a kid in my room, playing with that for hours, just thinking, oh, I'm going to blow something up. I don't know why I was that kid. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm going to mix them all together and see what happened. If I did blow something, I would have been like totally devastated. But, you know, just to see what happens, you know, had the cobalt and all this. I was like, yeah, Yeah. I'm going to do something. So you really think you're doing something and you're not. Um, I, no, I love these kits. Um, I also remember getting my daughter. Okay, so anyone that has a tattletale type of child out there, I'm going to tell you, this is the best science kit I've ever bought for my daughter. She was the youngest and she would tell all of her siblings. So I went out and bought a spy kit for her. And it had the megaphone thing with the sounds that you can listen to sound. And it had all these types of things for pr- fingerprinting and talking about science and she loved it so she would sit there with her headphones on and her listening device trying to listen and eavesdrop on her sisters and i encouraged that and i know i probably shouldn't have but i encouraged it because i thought it i just thought it was funny so uh, and besides i wanted to know what they were doing too so but those kind of kits are really really good for for your children so um just encourage them and it's our job as parents to nurture them right so that's what we want to do 
Anything they like to do, you want to nurture. Okay, so exactly. let me let me just show everyone. You have an article on our website with some of the resources that you were talking about, and this is what it looks like. Um, so you sh- if you go to our website, you should see it there. If you don't see it, we have a search box right near the top, and you can just put in STEM and all this anything that we've ever done on STEM will pop up, and this will be one of the first ones. And there you are there. Um, so this is you. Are you start? This is your bookstore because you also have like a online bookstore, right? Oh yeah, I have online. This is this is actually uh-huh. at a book signing that I had. Book signing, a, okay. At a book signing at a uh, bookstore, but I do have an online um, bookstore. It's www.dawitpublishing.com, and they, you can order directly. Um, we have the Young Scientist and I Love Me series of books, so you can order both series of books on that uh, website. Say your website one more time. www. Do it, D A W I T publishing.com. So there we go. I'm going to put it right there so everyone can get it. There you go. No problem. So let me ask you what is the one thing that you really want to say to parents about STEM? Like, if you had to just get one point across, what would that be? Well, one point I would get across to parents is that we have to get our children into those fields. And historically, Blacks have made significant contribute contributions to STEM fields. Most major mm-hmm. inventions, if you think of the gas mask, the traffic light, cell phone components, computers, wireless features, all those were created by p- Black people. So mm-hmm. where some of the, where the light bulb filament that actually caused the light bulb to work was created by Louis Latimer. And even though Edison gets the credit for the work, he the filament is what actually made the light bulb work in incandescent light bulbs. So we have to let our kids know that we have a rich history in STEM, and there's other avenues besides entertainment to be to be successful and to have lucrative career opportunities. So we really need to get our kids in STEM because that's the fastest growing field. It's going to continue to grow with green technology, the environmental sustainability movement. There's tons of jobs in environmental science as we move from going from non-renewable resources to renewable resources like hydropower, geothermal, et cetera. There's going to be tons of opportunities. So our kids are going to miss the boat if we don't get our kids to like and be engaged in STEM from young. And that's why, again, I created a series of books to captivate and get kids involved in liking science from young so that when they get to older grades, now they're thinking, okay, I can actually be a scientist. I could be an inventor. I could be a mathematician. You know, the world the world is yours. So that's perfect. what I would tell that's, parents. That's, that's perfect. And and uh, you're absolutely right. The world is changing. Um, despite people that are resisting the change, change can't be stopped. So I want to thank you, GA, for coming on our show. So thank you for having me. Yeah, th- I'm glad that you can. And, and I would love to have you back again with some more activities um, that you can show parents. You're like um, Bill Nye for us. You're the black Bill Nye for us. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate and, that. Uh, and I want to thank everyone out there who's listening. And just make sure that you tell everybody about Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting, the podcast talk show for parents. And if you happen to miss part of the show, no worries. You can just wait a few minutes and click the replay of this podcast. You can share it with anyone who needs to hear it. Let's get the word out. Now, our next live episode is next Friday, October 25th at 6 p.m. in that specific time. And then Eastern on Daylight Time is at 9 
Uh, and this will be with Shane P Patel, Shane Patel. And we're, he's going to teach you how to get the perfect SAT scores for your team. Now, I could have used that way back when I can tell you. But go mm -hmm. make sure you go to our Facebook page at Black Parenting One. And I'll put that up on the screen so you can see. That is uh, where you can find all of our live video broadcasts. And make sure you tag a friend in the post. Hit reminder buttons on any of the podcasts that you want to see. It will pop up and let you know that we're broadcasting live. You can always ask these live questions in the chat room on our Facebook comment section. And if your question gets picked, I'll post it live on air. We are also on Twitter um, and uh, Facebook is at Black Parenting One, just so you know. And that stands for the first Black Parenting Magazine in print nationally. That was us back in the 90s. And we're still working to get our print issue relaunch. We're online right now. But it looks like maybe next year, if all goes well um, with all the plans that we have and that we're putting in place for you guys. We are also on Instagram, but we're at Black Parenting Magazine on Instagram. And you know that our website is successful blackparenting.com and is full of good content to help you thrive and not just survive as a parent. And be sure to rate our podcast. Until next time, take care of yourself because you never know when the world will meet you. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Back Talk by Successful Black Parenting Magazine. We'll see you soon.